everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment and credible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Believe in Betting. We are sitting here in week 18. Oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, let's, let's just get right into everything. Guys, if you want to check us out, it's Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N. Hashtag SGN. And I want to jump right into it because we have to d- jump into the playoff scenario, right? I mean, th- this is what, there was a very unfortunate situation, okay? Our prayers go out to DeMar Hamlin. It is great, great, great news that he got a lot of progress this week. Uh, they had a video, the Buffalo Bills uh, received a video from him, a FaceTime, where he put up a heart uh, with his hands and said, I love you guys. Um it is a scary thing that went on, but in the world of football, because the NFL is the NFL, we do have to move on, and we are going to play games this weekend, and we're going to play games, and we're going to continue the playoffs, and how it emotionally or mentally is handled by the Bengals and Bills, we don't know. I don't think that they know, uh, but I do have playoff scenarios to talk to you guys about, so I want to break down the playoff scenarios because it, they went with an idea of having a coin flip. Um, I mean, that's really what we're talking about is potential coin flip situation seating. So I'm going to spell it out for you, and then I am going to hope to elaborate. Okay, so the NFL owners voted the adjustment into seating um, differences and what they're going to do, right? So they were not prepared for this, okay? What they are basically proposing is that if they're going to move the AFC title game to a neutral site or let it be Bengals-Ravens to a coin flip. This is what we're talking about. So if Buffalo and KC win this weekend, okay, which is both likely to both uh, are pretty heavy favorites, right, more than a touchdown favorite, a Buffalo-KC AFC title game is going to be on the neutral site. If Buffalo and KC lose and Cincinnati loses, then a Buffalo-KC AFC title game would be on a neutral site. If Buffalo and KC lose and Cincinnati wins, a Buffalo or Cincinnati-KC would be on a neutral site. For the Bills, basically, this means that there's not going to be a trip to Kansas City um, at all, okay? If they both win this weekend, no trip to Kansas City, which means it's going to be a neutral site game. So it improved the the Chiefs' odds uh, quite quite large here, right? I mean, the Chiefs go up um, to get the number one seed. It Actually, the way that this worked out actually helps them um, even more than a Bengals win would have helped them. So it looks like Casey's probably going to get the number one seed, unless, of course, they lose. But if they win, basically, they're the number one seed. Uh, that, that's what we're looking at. The Bills will not have to travel to Kansas City. And Cincinnati basically has been eliminated from a number one overall seed in, in a lot of these scenarios. Um, 
more likely than not, the ASC championship game will probably be played at a neutral site. I have not heard where. I, I don't know uh, what we're talking about in regards to exactly you know, where that will be, but that is the way that it, this is sort of breaking down right now, right? Kansas City has the chance of the number one seed went up from 51% to 85%. Okay, so the Chiefs, look, if they win, basically they're going. Uh, that, that's just... That's just the gist of what we are talking about. If they win, generally speaking, they are going. So I wanted to touch on that before I got into uh, week 18. Week 18 is always the most challenging week of the entire NFL season to make bets on. It it just is, okay? Some teams are not starting quarterbacks. The teams are eliminated. There are teams that have nothing to play for. There are guys that are playing for incentives. That's all. There's all kinds of craziness. Okay, there's all sorts of craziness going on uh, with all of all of that that goes on with Week 18, which I generally hate betting on Week 18. But there are a couple of things here. Okay, Ravens Bengals. Just to to touch on this, look, the line is about seven, seven and a half. It's going to be going up. Lamar Jackson will not play in this game. So as good as Baltimore's been, and they won the first meeting, their defense has been the best in football for the last month. They're averaging just 12 points allowed per game over the last five games uh, without Jackson. Look, it, it, it is a game where it's really tough because not only is Lamar Jackson out, there's a good chance Tyler Huntley will be out as well. Cardinals, Niners, 14-point spread. Niners going to win, you know, go for the win here. Uh, it's just a giant, giant spread. Rams, Seahawks, look, Seattle needs to win and hope that the Lions, with nothing to play for, then beat the Packers. It's a long shot. They're a six-point favorite. In that spot, Chargers, Broncos, nothing to play for. Los Angeles is uh, locked into the number five. We know the Broncos and all their issues. Cowboys, Commanders gets interesting if you want to get into it. But how do you bet this game? Rivera has now said, uh, well, he was going to give it to Heineke. He was going to give a couple of snaps to Sam Howell. Now we've gone to the point where it's going to be completely Sam Howell. Uh, another really, really tough spot here. Panthers, Saints. I, I like the Panthers. I think they're going to close out well. They are getting three and a half in this spot. I lean the Panthers. But again, who's going to play and how much do they care? Same thing, Texans, Colts. I think the Texans uh, want that number one overall seed, so they don't necessarily want to win the game. You know Jeff Saturday wants to win, but Lovey Smith has a habit of kind of shutting people up and winning games. Vikings, Bears, there's no Justin Fields. We don't know about Cousins, Jefferson, Cook. Uh, I'd be very surprised if they all play. Patriots, Bills, how do you make a bet on the Bills right now? No, Look, the Patriots need this game. I get that. But knowing what the Bills just went through, how can their heads be in the right spot? They just can't be. Buccaneers, Falcons. Falcons are four-point favorite. The Bucs, oh, yeah, we're going to play guys. Look, they're, they're not even saying that, not even trying to make believe that they're going to play guys for a full half in that game. Chiefs, Raiders on Saturday, like I said. Chiefs got a win, and they're in. It's going to be Jared Stidham. Uh, Chiefs are 9-1 and one the last 10 games against the Raiders, which is nice. Las Vegas, though, they've kept it close. They're 4-2 and two against the spread as an underdog, and um, they generally keep games close, and the Chiefs are one of the worst covering teams over the last three years. Eagles, Giants, Brian Dable's kind of keeping things close to the vest, saying uh, he's not sure if he's going to sit people down. Sure he is, and the line tells you that at 14. Jalen Hurts, we're not sure if he's going to come back. I expect him to come back. We, we don't know. Jets, Dolphins, Dolphins are two and a half point favorites, kind of rising to about three right now. There's no Tua, no Teddy Bridgewater. It's going to be Skylar Thompson. Last time they faced off, well, the Jets absolutely blew them out of the water, but Skylar Thompson's now going up against Joe Flacco. Yeah, they went back to Joe Flacco for the Jets. So, again, weird spots to try to get a handle on this and, and everything that's going on. So there's three real games 
that we know mean something. Well, they could, okay? Um, and and really, these are the games that you kind of focus in on. And we'll talk about the Lions-Packers game, the Sunday night game, because I say maybe. Look, if Seattle, look, if the, the Seattle Seahawks, who are six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Rams, if they win, they eliminate the Lions. So, yes, I think Dan Campbell wants to go into Lambeau and win that game. Yes, I think that, that he absolutely does, and the Packers absolutely need that win. But where is this line going to go if Seattle wins, which they're supposed to? Jared Goff, by the way, has been absolutely terrible. He's had a great year. 29 touchdowns, 70 interceptions. Terrible on the road. 23 or 29 touchdowns have come at home, okay, which is terrible. And Aaron Rodgers, 28-4 and four career in December and January, regular season games at Lambeau, 18-1 and one with Matt LaFleur. Uh, it's at Lambeau, like I said. You just look at this and you just go, I, I mean, it's, I'd be surprised if if the Packers didn't blow the Lions out if Seattle wins earlier in the day. Now, if that doesn't happen and somehow or another Seattle kind of fails, well, all of a sudden we have a different conversation. So now we're down to two games that actually have a lot of meaning. Titans-Jaguars is one of the games, but again, we're in a tight spot. I think Jacksonville wins a game, but a six-and-a-half-point spread, you're going to give six-and-a-half to, uh, as good as Trevor Lawrence has been, and he's been fantastic, you're going to give six-and-a-half points to Mike Vrabel, who is just one of the greatest covering uh, coaches of all time. In the last 15 games of an underdog of five or more points, they're 11-4 and four against the spread, eight and seven straight up. They've actually won eight They've won more than half of those games. They've won outright. Derrick Henry, he's going to play. He's going to be able to have some running success, which he always does against Jacksonville, but it's Josh Dobbs. So how do we go near that game with, again, a quarterback situation up in the air? So the last game, and this is my best bet of the week, I'm taking the Steelers minus the three. Look, I could sit here and build this up as being a tight game or a close game one way or the other. Look, the Pittsburgh Steelers still have a chance in the playoffs. Last year, they needed a miracle. They needed a 13-point underdog Jacksonville to upset the Colts, and that's that, that happened. Now, this week, they need the Bills uh, to beat the, the the Jets, and they also need the Patriots and Dolphins, right? So they have a couple of things, but it's sort of likely. It, it is almost likely. And I look at what we know about this team. This Pittsburgh defense has all of a sudden turned into the Pittsburgh defense that we are used to. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense is holding his opponents to 17 or fewer points in six straight weeks. Six straight weeks. Uh, Deshaun Watson has looked miserable since coming back, and it's all because of, uh, obviously, Tomlin has 15 years of, of getting the over, but uh, getting over 500, but it's all because of T.J. Watt here. Uh, T.J. Watt, when the when he plays, the Steelers are 7-2 and two this year. Now, I know Kenny Pickett's looked a lot better, but look at the difference that T.J. Watt makes to a team. They're giving up 100 fewer yards per game with T.J. Watt in there. They're giving up, they right now, 17.2 points per game with him in there, 25.3 when he's not. 25 sacks in nine games with T.J. Watt, eight sacks in seven games when he's without, uh, when they are without T.J. Watt. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers in a weird, wild weekend, one of the toughest weekends to go out there and handicap, and I'm taking the one team that I can consistently go back to year after year, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin has a chance to continue his legacy of not having a losing record. Pittsburgh Steelers still have a chance to get into the playoffs. Pittsburgh's been playing really well. T.J. Watt, the line's only three. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. You want to go check us out? Go check out uh, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, over on Twitter, sportsgarden.com. We'll be back. You can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.